Hello, and welcome to Be Human, a conversation with two friends who are on a journey of self-discovery by breaking down the nuances of the mind. We're mixing in a bit of science, shit-talking, and humor all together as we discover what it means to be human. What's up, Bree? Hey, what's going on, buddy? It's uh, it's going good. It's going good. How's all in London? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I can't complain. I had the day off, which was Ooh. really nice. Yes. Let's so, get up to. Um, <laughs> I've been binge watching this show called The Fall. Have you heard of it? It's on Netflix. Hmm. I don't think it's that the one where it's based in Northern Ireland. And there's a serial killer? Yes, it is. Ah, and Gillian Anderson, who... So um, did, they all talk, did they all talk like this up in Belfast? They kind of do, We're gonna yes. Go find, <laughs> we're going to go find the serial killer. Where yes. are you? Where are you, lady? <laughs> you nailed it. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly how they sound. Oh, yeah. I love it. And the serial killer... He's the actor from Fifty Shades of Grey. It's how he got his so start. Is he, is he just walking around with his dong out his ear? Is that why you like it so much? Actually, well, actually that's not why. That, that's definitely not. That's definitely and if he not. was doing that, I wouldn't be watching the show. <laughs> I would be so upset. And oh. Netflix, I'm like, why did you put this in my algorithm? I do not want to watch this trash. Uh, sure. No, I did. I did also forget that men aren't really your preference. So <laughs> they're great, but not like that, you know. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's what I've been getting up to. What about you? Um, so yeah, uh, what have you been up to? We're kind of in another lockdown, but not not actually for COVID. It's uh, for far as far as now. So yeah, 2020 Wait, bringing more how do joy, you say joy it? and pleasure. How do you say uh, it? Forest fires. Oh, I was wondering what you were saying. Forest fires. Forest fires. Because <laughs> I'm from America and I talk like this. Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like, you know, in Ireland, it's like, ah, uh, we pronounce ah, uh, ah. Uh. Over here, it's a, a. It is an a. It's a hard a. Yeah. yeah for everything. Yeah. It is. Uh, Even over here, people don't get it right. I'm like, what? Forest yeah. fires. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like uh, adding to 2020's uh, misery. They, I guess, God has just decided to uh, spring forest fires upon us. Uh, <laughs> just really, really testing just us. Really laying it on us. thick here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but no, we had these like so, um, <laughs> so like it was. Uh, I think it was over the last weekend. Um, I was sleeping. I had my eye mask earplugs in, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty particular about my sleep, but, uh, Alexa kind of like poked me and woke me up and she said, Oh, Amber, our cat is going, is going nuts. And I was like, uh, what, what, why? She's like, Oh, do you not hear like the thunder, the lightning? I'm like, yeah, cool story. Going back to sleep. So I turn over on my side and then all I hear is this like insane apocalyptic, apocalyptic style thunder i've never heard anything in my life and like flashes coming in through a window from the lightning it was insane it was literally like the world was ending but yeah all these like all this like lightning strikes started fires all over the bay area uh so now they're trying to control it so 
last few mornings, we've woken up to a, a layer of smoke just in the in the distance uh, in the skyline. So pretty intense. Pretty intense. It, it does sound intense. Mm-hmm. I I feel bad for the the forest. Right? They're burning. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> All right, Bree. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not a tree hugger. I'm not a tree hugger. Unless you're maybe going towards the firefighters, the people putting their lives at risk. But the trees, yeah, you know, I, I, my heart goes out to the trees. I mean, I love trees. They're like my, it's like my happy place to be among trees. I do trees. like trees. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, good. We've, uh, we live in Burning Game. It's known as the, the city of trees. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm often found hugging hugging trees as I go for my afternoon walk. Um, big fan too. So yeah, yeah. So okay, well, we pray for the trees, but we pray for the firefighters as well. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Both. All right. Both. They can exist together. For sure. Well, Kevin. If you don't mind. Yes, Bree. Unless you want to continue to uh, shoot the shit. Today, we're going to talk about meditation and the stigmas meditation has, uh, whether we've seen it in our own lives or in our friends' lives, and how businesses are approaching meditation and the impact that maybe a certain app or a certain um, movement, let's say, is having on our lives and people's lives that we know of. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to kick it off to you, Kevin, with the question, how would you convince somebody who hasn't meditated to pick up the practice? Yeah, yeah that's a good question, Bree. I think one way of looking at it is I don't think people appreciate meditation or, or more so appreciate the, the impact of being at peace internally uh, until they actually get to that destination, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I suppose... One way to think about it is, you know, if we look at, look in recent years, all these food intolerances, they've only kind of come into play, like come into the fore. So let's say, let, let's take gluten, for example. And I'm taking yep. gluten because one side of my family, uh, heavily gluten intolerant. Uh, and also Alexa, my fiance, gluten intolerant as well. Mm-hmm. For years and for years, and I'll, I'll, let's look at Alexa specifically. For okay. years, Alexa was like close, close, close to disabled because of food intolerances. So she, she had a constant gag reflex where she would, um, (laughs) (laughs) that sounds weird. (laughs) I was trying to keep it serious. (laughs) So was I. So was I. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Sorry, Alexa. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mommy never to use Alexa, for example, is ever again. You're in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> back to the intolerances. So, 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 for example, with Alexa, every time she would eat something that she was intolerant to, yeah. she would actually like uh, puke it up in her mouth. Wow. Uh, she was that's yeah, terrible. Yeah, big time. So it was like there was that. Uh, her energy was impacted massively to the point where. You know, she struggled to get out of bed most mornings. She was, uh, her hair was falling out. She was, she just looked ill, sick. She had no energy for, for years. And this oh is something gosh, that. This is for gluten? 
this is for gluten, this is for dairy, this is for different different intolerances that impacted wow. her massively. And it actually was something that stemmed from when she was a child. She was intolerant mm. to food. Um, but obviously nobody knew. No, this is a relatively new thing where people start to understand how their bodies react to, to certain foods. And I know I have as well. Um, and the pain it actually has and, and the impact it has on their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think it's a very similar concept to meditation where people don't realize how frenzied and out of control their mind is until they're forced to sit one-on-one with their thoughts. Mm. Um, I think, you know, and I look at my own case when, you know, I went through a, a super difficult period of my life and and I was searching for any way to to improve it um and the constant the constant uh thing that would come up when I would say hey how do I how do I get through anxiety how do I get through depression was meditation and I it, it was just a constant theme of something that you could do yourself without having to rely on like uh, doctors psychologists counselors who were naturally obviously a part of it um, but not, but I didn't want that to be the, the only and the core focus of, of how I, I got better. So I basically made this conscious decision. And look, I, I tried meditation. My mind was going just like a thousand miles per hour. So I would just, it, it, I just wasn't able to sit comfortably for a period of time. But I, I eventually got to a point where I made a commitment. I was like, look, I'm going to do everything I absolutely can in my power to get through this because it was, it was hell. It was torture. I was head to myself. I'm going to make a commitment to do everything mm. I can to get better. So I, I made a commitment to myself that I was going to meditate for 30 days, every single day consistently and see how I uh, see where I come out at the other side. And I suppose the way of looking at it is, uh, and the way I saw, saw differences, you know, my mind was going 100 miles per hour, at the end of the 30 days, it was going 80 miles per hour. And now I think I'm, I'm probably going, I'm probably cruising at around 40, 50 miles per hour now. Like the reality is that <laughs> you're never going to, you're never going to come to a full stop with your thoughts and you're never going to, um, you're never going to be able to, able to stop thoughts, but it's about being able to slow it down. So you, so you understand how they influence you and they have less of an impact on your life. Go ahead. That little moment, I wish I could take you to my upbringing of a a black gospel church because like you're preaching. I think that's we would be like, amen, amen, because that moment there is truth. You're never going to completely wipe out your thoughts, but it's about slowing them down and being conscious of them. And I think that is a huge misconception about meditation because we live in a culture where it's all about getting it right. Obviously, if we are in that mindset, getting it right would mean, oh, I've eliminated all my thoughts. You know, I've gone from 100 miles to zero and you've just articulated that's not reality, but it's about even noticing that I'm at 50 miles per hour instead of the 100. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, it's like, I mean, if, you're, if your goal is to stop thoughts, you know, good luck. It's, it's not going to happen. But if you can commit to just being just being more at peace and comfortable with the the, the flow of thoughts and not attaching to those thoughts and and allowing those to manifest and become something bigger than they are then you've won then you've 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 won and i think the key i would say to anybody who is who is unsure about meditation doesn't want to commit to it look it's like do you do you floss one night and your teeth are miraculously better do you go to the gym one time and you instantly are in shape do you 
put not eat the Mars bar one day and have some broccoli instead and you're instantly a fucking health freak. No, like, yeah, that'd be great. I mean, yeah. maybe someday. Um, but no, like the, it's not anything in life, anything good in life comes through consistency. Uh, and the same, the exact same goes with meditation, doing it for, you know, a day, two days, three days a week. You're, you're not, I mean, maybe after a week you might see something, some tangible benefits, but you have to make a commitment to doing it consistently. And it's one of those things where over time you, you may not even notice the differences, but again, it, tying it back to the, the food intolerances, once you remove those intolerances, I mean, in Alexa's case, her, her life transformed. She became mm-hmm. a different person. She had energy. She, um, she, she found you. She, there you go. Exactly. What? Food intolerance. So really I can thank food intolerances for Alexa. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Food intolerance. Thank you. Gluten. Um, thank you. Gag reflex. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Lord, I need to think. So it's it is morning for me over here. So it is seven thirty in the morning. So I'm going to blame that on my terminology I use to explain that. Oh man! So 2020 for me is probably going to end up uh, with me living on the streets because Alexa kicks me out of uh, our apartment. Definitely. Bummer. Oh well. Mm-hmm. But um Bree, look, I've been uh, I've been rambling and, and talking about all sorts of shit today. So <laughs> I'm curious, you know, what is is there still a stigma around meditation? Like how is mindfulness and meditation being received globally? There is definitely still a stigma. Uh and a lot of the stigma can be summed up maybe in the idea that meditation is much more of a feminine thing uh, and it's not perceived as being very masculine. And so uh, Harry, Prince Harry, he even has an initiative with the army uh, in London to destigmatize meditation. They've come out with an app, a beautiful webpage, and it's really trying to provoke um, a welcoming environment for men in particular, especially the quote unquote macho manly type that is, I just, I drink beer at the pub, you know, that persona to uh, use. I think the macho manly type has changed a lot. Now it's, uh, you know, I'm going to the hairdressers or I'm getting a facial, you know, (laughs) uh... you can consider that a, a, you know, a manly man nowadays. You're a hipster, sure. <laughs> uh, but the app is called HeadFit. I would highly recommend for people to go out and check it out. It is really cool uh, and I really like it. And then there are other ones like Headspace. Uh, have you used Headspace before? I have indeed, yeah. I That's what, uh, that's what kick-started my meditation habit. So yeah, big fan of Headspace. Really? I actually don't like Headspace. Um, no, I don't anymore. I don't anymore. Oh. But I, as as a starting point, I thought it was awesome. I, yeah. They did 10 days free and I'm a cheap bastard. So <laughs> like, That's fair they, enough. They won me right away. Yeah. <laughs> and then did you uh, no longer go to the freemium plan? You stayed on free? <laughs> I think I just like did those steps repeatedly over again. <laughs> I eventually went to the free, eventually, but I was reluctant to. I was well, like in early, early 20s, cheap. I was like going back to college, you know, it's like, yeah, free. I'm all for the free. I think 
for beginners and people who are still a little skeptical about meditation, it is actually really good. And that's probably one of the reasons why I don't enjoy it is they really do cater, in my opinion, to the early adopters, uh, beginning adopters, I should say. And so they walk you through a lot of the fundamentals, closing your eyes, breathing, noticing your thoughts, all things that are really good. Uh, But if you're a more experienced meditator, visualizer, you do those things. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, Mm. There's another one called Insight Timer. I love it, Uh, but I am cheap. So I only stay on the free version, but the free version gives you loads of content. Uh, And every morning I do a collection of them. So there are tons of the NBA and LeBron James have initiatives out to promote meditation and looking about performance meditation, or I guess they would call it like performance management. Like how do you maximize your performance in a key moment? Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is about controlling your mind. Those are some ways that I think globally people are receiving meditation. For sure. Yeah. And I think like, if you look at sports, like, um, you know, big goal of any athlete is to get into the flow state and again, the flow state, you, you do have to have the ability to quiet your mind, you know? And I think that's, uh, I think that that's why mind meditation and mindfulness are, are just, you know, creeping more and more into, um, just a, a, across the world. I mean, like, even if you think of the working environment, like I, I, I know for a fact, if I was trying to do my job like 10 years ago, uh, I wouldn't have gone very far because I'm just would have been, um, constantly distracted, constantly just getting thought, caught up in certain thought patterns, not being able to hype, hyper-focus and do mm-hmm. in-depth quality work and also not being able to pause and listen mm-hmm. you know, on sales Preach. calls. Yes. You know? Yeah. Constantly conjuring up the next question, the next answer. Hey, and don't get me wrong. I still do it from time to time, but I know I'm better at actually sitting there listening uh, and then... Um, you're following up or, or providing some response. So yeah, I think like meditation as a whole is, is invaluable uh, across the board. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, common theme, uh, the great book tools of times um, by Tim Ferriss, you know, I think like the one consistent theme across all of these the successful people he interviewed, he inv- interviewed super successful people across the world from different fields Mm-hmm. And well, the one common thread was that they, they meditated, you know? Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think it's, key. I think, yeah, I think it's key. I think it's one of those superpowers and, and strengths that you actually can cultivate and that you can enhance. And that is actually in your control. We just talked about 2020 being something that felt like out of our control. And if you're looking for something that you can control, you can control your mind. And mm-hmm. that is, something that is available to everyone love it I feel like yeah. i'm i'm now in the gospel church <laughs> amen amen, amen. preach <laughs> <laughs> yes yes okay well what what takeaway do you have for me yeah i think the key takeaway is is don't fool yourself and allow yourself to fall into the trap of of just easily saying oh meditation isn't for me like, don't, don't let yourself believe that BS. It's like, oh, being healthy isn't for me. I was like, okay, enjoy dying when you're 
50 years of age. But anyways, <laughs> sidetrack. My call to action for, for anybody listening is make a commitment. Commit to yourself to meditate. I'm not going to say 30 days because that is a pretty hefty commitment. But for 10 days, consistently, at the same time, I think in the morning... Uh, when you're fresh and when you're gonna, when it's gonna have the most impact on your day, when you can, if you can quiet your, quiet your mind early in the morning, the effects are gonna have, you're gonna have benefits throughout the day rather than evening, which is just you might have a better sleep. So my call to action is commit to meditating for ten days every day in a row, first thing in the morning, uh, and if at the end of it you don't see any benefits, any tangible, tangible benefits, you still don't feel it's a good fit for you, then Hey, I like I applaud you for for trying, and and then you can call it a day. But make that commitment ten days every day in the morning, uh, and see how you feel at the end of it. And we would love to hear your comments. So if you've done ten days, write it, give us some feedback, tell us how that experience was, whether or not you're going to continue or not. But we would love to hear from you uh, and take on this challenge of t- of committing to ten days. Woo woo! Thanks, Bree. Great catching up. Bye. Bye.